Hello and welcome to the Collapse Experiments for, yes, I still need to work on my lighting situation. I don't really care. This is more of a audio format podcast slash YouTube presentation as it is. But to get started, this is more domestic news coming your way. And uh, while trying to find an image <clears throat> for this, uh, this live stream... I came across a recently released uh, article by Judicial Watch. FBI letter shows Pfizer tied to investigation of Project Veritas. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Judicial Watch announced today that uh, the Federal Bureau of Investigation told Judicial Watch in a response to a FOIA request that it has communications from Pfizer in an investigative file targeting Project Veritas. I, I, I'm not surprised. It's just, what the hell is going on here? So for one, you have the federal government already going after journalists in various ways. Two, now they're doing it on the behest of corporations. Could could you be any more uh, flagrantly violating the First Amendment in any other... Like, what is happening? So, um, this came after Project Veritas had um, published two viral stories about Pfizer. And previously, uh, Judicial Watch had already filed FOIA requests for all records of communications, whether by email, uh, text message, or instant chat between officials in the FBI, including but not limited to officials in the offices of the FBI New York field office, on the one hand, and employees and representatives of Pfizer, on the other hand, regarding Project Veritas founder James O'Keefe and or Project Veritas. Um, the FBI denied the request for all communications regarding Project Veritas between FBI officials and employees for the following reason. The material you're requesting is located in an investigative file, which is exempt from disclosure, uh, records or information compiled for law enforcement purposes, but only to the extent of the production of such law enforcement records or information could reasonably be expected to interfere with enforcement proceedings. So they do have these. The records responsive to your request are law enforcement records. They are a pending or prospective law enforcement proceeding relevant to these responsive records and release of the information could reasonably be expected to interfere with enforcement proceedings. Holy yeah, Batman. What? On January 10th, the FBI denied the request for email communications with Pfizer and employees. Um, please be advised, the FBI will neither confirm nor de deny the existence of such records. That was January 10th of, uh, I believe, tw uh, this 2022, uh, November 9th, 2021, CEO of Pfizer, Albert Bula, participated in an online discussion in which Bula states that he was working with the FBI regarding dark organizations that were targeting Pfizer. It is disturbing to see that Pfizer evidently has the Biden FBI at its back beck and call to target journalists at Project Veritas, says Judicial Watch. 
President Tom Fitton, um, this development is especially concerning coming on the heels of the FBI's outrageously Ashley Biden diary raid on the home of Project Veritas founder James O'Keefe. We also have news that James O'Keefe resigned from Project Veritas. Originally, it looked like he was going to be fighting this stuff where they were trying to oust him. Um, But no, he's gone. Quite frankly, he could probably do a lot better on a platform like mine anyways. Uh, It's unfortunate that the the organization, the the journalism network that he started with Project Veritas... um, has been infiltrated, I'm guessing. Um, Maybe they've gotten threats that uh, they just can't fight on their own financially. Who knows what is going on, but I don't think this is the end of James O'Keefe. And um, yeah, he he really should just be doing stuff on his own for the most part. I'm I'm thinking um, anytime you end up putting a board in your project... Because he is a nonprofit, and there are regulations as to how those are supposed to be run, you run the risk of just losing what it is you've created. Now, uh, to continue on with uh, Pfizer, because there's some there's some news coming out about them. Uh, Pfizer knowingly allowed dangerous components in its um, product, the product. This is from Zero Hedge. Actually, it's uh, via the Epoch Times, uh, authored by Yu Hong Dong, MD, PhD, and Quin Yang Zhang. Uh, yeah, through the Epoch Times, Pfizer's Pfizer's um, product contains mRNA fragments called truncant mRNA. This is a serious issue. On top of the uh, products life-threatening safety events. Stunningly, Pfizer submitted falsified mRNA analytical reports to multiple health authorities. Let's see if they can uh, explain as to how they know this happened. The issue of truncated mRNA led to European Medicines Agency, the EMA, to raise a major objection before its December 2020 conditional approval of the <clears throat> product. What has happened? How have these issues been considered resolved? This this two-part series article will address the matter in depth and examine its potential consequences for human health. Wow. So this is just part one. I had no idea. They did not have that in the title of this article. And uh, it doesn't seem to be that long, so I'm guessing this is a synopsis of their findings. Summary of the key facts. Let's go over that, and uh, that way we can get on to other subjects. Um, Pfizer's product contains truncated mRNA, which the EMA flagged as a reason for its major objection, indicating a preclusion to their approval. Uh, Pfizer has not investigated the detrimental outcomes of truncated mRNA in its product. Pfizer submitted Western blot figures to the FDA and the EMA that were digitally generated, not from actual experiments. That's going to probably be a big one there. There has been an alarming lack of action taken by health authorities on this issue. Truncated mRNA potentially contributes to multiple 
product injuries, including misfolded spike protein-induced fibrous blood clots, autoimmune disorders, and cancer. Not the uh, astrological uh, star uh, phenomenon in the sky. No, not that one. Also, not, not your sign. Not that one. <laughs> Uh, those problems with the Pfizer vaccine could have resulted in drastic product quality variations from uh, batch to batch, which could explain the difference in adverse events experienced by product recipients. Uh, the root cause of such irresponsible conduct by pharma and health authorities is a lack of ethics. You think, you, do, you, do you think maybe, perhaps... I'm sorry, I grew up where this company is located, uh, back when it was still Upjohn, and then it was Pharmacia, and then it got bought out by Pfizer. Nothing's changed. It's always been this way. Always. They're not interested in making a cure. They're interested in making money. Uh, when you go to a supermarket and buy a bottle buy 10 bottles of whole milk for your child, you usually assume the chemicals and concentrations in these 10 bottles are the same or similar. No one would expect five of the bottles to be filled with uh, watered-down milk while the other five were filled with yogurt. Uh, okay, so they're just trying to explain why um, the lower quality in um, certain certain products that were released uh, could lead to certain side effects. Um, there's a couple of other articles that are linked towards the bottom. And uh, why does it matter? Um, it, it's definitely explaining a few things here, but I think the main part is what we just went over, uh, is that there's issues with things that were in this product uh, that could lead to health concerns. And keep in mind, the fact that it had the emergency authorization behind it means uh, there's less quality control. Um, so yeah, there could be batches that are causing a lot of the issues uh, that we're seeing these days, and I would not be surprised. <laughs> not getting off the Pfizer train. Uh Trials should have been halted. Rate of serious adverse events closely tracks spike in post-product um, disabilities. Oh, the trial should have... Yeah, okay, so that's the title. Over the past 18 months, skeptics of mRNA um, product and those pointing out high rates of adverse reactions have been subject to ostracism, deplatforming, and flawed fact, check, fact checks. Fact check! Uh, to shut down opinions analysis, which con um, conflicted with official narratives. I really hate this term, the official narrative, because it's just telling me it's propaganda and BS. Now, the data has begun to speak for itself, thanks to people like former BlackRock portfolio manager Ed Dowd. I believe he might be the guy that was looking into life insurance policy claim spikes. Um, for people who usually wouldn't have them, <laughs> uh, who has devoted his uh, the last several years to a deep dive research and analysis of 
pandemic-related data. In fact, he's written an excellent book on the topic. Dowd, along with partners uh, Carlos Aguilera and Yura Nunez, uh, launched Physician, Physician? Physician Technologies, uh, where aside from traditional macroeconomic analysis, they have produced comprehensive reports on pandemic-related disabilities and excess deaths using official data. Their latest analysis reveals that the rate of serious adverse events in the uh, product clinical trials closely tracks a spike in disabilities reported after the product rollout. <clears throat> in part three of our U.S. disabilities analysis, we observe that the rise in disability rates correlates closely with the rollout of product. Uh, when looking at changes in disabilities in a wider time frame since 2008, we observed that the disabilities rate rose or fell from month, month to month, but tended to be relatively stable over time. However, uh, the change in behavior since early 2021 is clearly an abnormal occurrence with high levels of statistical significance. Yeah, so they're noticing uh, things that uh, should have been pointed out uh, beforehand. We can observe that the rate of, of the rise of disabilities is higher than uh, the computed rate of rise, um, which could be explained in several different ways or by a combination of factors. So... Um, yeah, we, we definitely have, there's a series of tweets here. Bottom line, let's get to the bottom line, shall we? There's enough safety signals to show that what we are seeing in the BLS data was known during the clinical trials, even given their narrow definition of a SAE, the trial should have been halted. Yeah, okay, so they're, what they're saying is that their data shows that even during the trials, there is significant data to show that uh, this should not have been happening. Did you find anything in that CDC article? Actually, I did not get a chance to look it over, but I have a feeling um, uh, a lot of these recent articles, like the one I'm discussing now, um, are going to correlate with, uh, uh, with the data from that article. Um, yeah, and as for Edward Dowd, yeah, he worked for BlackRock. A lot of people have issues with that, but his his job working as a um, analyst for stocks, uh, <laughs> for yeah, stocks is uh, to figure out like where to invest money uh, when it comes to these hedge funds, and um, yeah. When it comes, to, like if they were to do something like they did with mortgages, where they're that you could invest in like life insurance policies, now would not be the time to invest in life insurance policies. Yeah, um, overpipe. It sounds like it. Yes, um, a lot of this information just keeps coming out, and um, again, nobody, nobody in authority seems to care because they all profited from what was happening, anyways. So, um, moving on to other subjects here. So, we got Pfizer, Project Veritas. Um, let's get back to Ohio for a moment, shall we? 
because we have 2,100 rail workers to get paid leave and new deal with Union Pacific. Not the same uh, rail company. But Union Pacific, I believe, they didn't they just have a derailment somewhere? Weird. And didn't they just find a pi pipe bomb on a rail somewhere? So I'm thinking that there's either some sabotage going on. Um, things, things are not looking good for um, the rail companies. The Union Pacific Corporation has reached an agreement with two of its unions that represent 2,100 uh, rail workers to provide them with multiple days of paid sick leave. Huh. You know, that, that thing that uh, Biden just kind of ignored while forcing people to go back to work <clears throat> during a pandemic? Yeah. A key goal in recent labor talks. Uh, in a statement on Monday, the Brotherhood of Railway Carmen uh, shared that the agreement, which takes effect on April 1st, will provide up to four days of paid sick leave for Union Pacific employees in the union, also allowing them to convert their personal leave days for sick leave. And from my understanding, they were getting called back in the work on their personal leave days. According to Bloomberg News, Union Pacific's agreement with um, BRC and National Conference of Firemen and Oilers uh, represents covers approximately 8% of its total workforce. We are extremely proud of the progress that BRC continues to make on behalf of our members. Uh, this agreement recognizes the need for railroad workers to have paid sick leave and secures this very important benefit uh, for our members working at Union Pacific. So I think it's interesting. We start having a bunch of this stuff going down and all of a sudden the, the, um, the rail companies are like, Hey, you know that sick time off that you wanted? Why don't we just give that to ya? <laughs> um, it's, uh, the timing is odd. I, I will put it that way. Am I saying that there's anything um, bad behind just bad policy that happened in um, East Pala Palestine, uh, Ohio? Um, no idea. So... Let's see here. Uh, there was that. And then there was also this, I believe this is the last article. Oh, let's let's stay on uh, East Palestine for a minute because President Biden made a surprise visit to Kiev. Yeah, there's that. And we're also, aren't we also giving them like millions of dollars to put into, uh, what was it? Pension funds. Pension funds for Ukrainian Em employees, workers, for some reason, their pensions are secured. Who is President Biden? Who, who, who is he the president of? Is it Ukraine or the United States? I'd really like to know because all of our resources, all of our money is going somewhere else. And didn't we just have this trillion dollar infrastructure bill? And yet we've got, I don't know, uh, train tracks that are they're falling apart, trains that are falling apart, bridges that are falling apart. Everything seems to be falling apart here, but we're busy trying to defend and build up another country which isn't even part of NATO. I have some huge issues with this. Uh, the only pandemic in history to make multiple billionaires mm, that we know of. I mean... 
I'm pretty sure if you go back to some other pandemics, there was some money made. There's always money to be made. Perhaps not billionaires, but you you uh, recalculate how much in profits were made. I mean, we had the Rockefellers. We had uh, we had we had a lot of big money back back in the day, um, and they knew how to make money. They made money on World War One. Come on now. So yeah, I've got a huge issue with Biden going to Ukraine before he even bothered to go over to Ohio, if he even decides to go over to Ohio. And um, um, I believe, I want to say her her channel is Squirrel Girl. I'm not sure. Uh, I could be confusing that with, um, I believe it's a Marvel Comics um, character, but... Uh, Anyways, there's a woman on YouTube that she's got this interesting video that came out yesterday where she's showing members, uh, people working for the rail company in uh, East Palestine, Ohio, checking the water, testing the soil, and they're wearing hazmat suits. And she, she goes off and she's like, if you're telling these people they can go back home and everything is fine, why are these people in hazmat suits? You say one thing, but your actions say another. Yeah, um, of course Biden's not going to visit over there, and they're probably hoping that uh, that Trump ends up going there because he's going to be shaking hands. He's going to be probably probably not drinking the water. He's probably going to bring his own McDonald's. Let's be honest here, um, but at least he'll acknowledge that there's something wrong going on there. So yeah, um, yeah, Biden visits there before Ohio. Uh, the last piece of news I wanted to cover, and uh, a lot of this is getting overlooked as well, um, and this should be front and center when it comes to most news outlets these days, I firmly believe. It's the, the Whitmer trial, um, J6, um, all of this should be at the forefront because the things that are coming out during the, these proceedings, everything should just be thrown out, seriously. Um, release Buffalo dude, you know, like, what did he do? They, they got mad at him for sitting in a chair. Uh, oh, and, and screaming in the chambers when nobody else was there. Yeah. Um, undercover DC police officer pushed protesters towards Capitol, climbed over barricade, court filing. Three undercover Metropolitan Police Department officers joined the march of protesters up the northwest side of the Capitol on J6, including one who climbed over a barricade and pushed others towards the Capitol, and another who walked behind Ashley Babbitt and predicted that someone will get shot according to newly disclosed court documents. If you're, you weren't angry before, you should be now. <clears throat> New court motions filed by J6 defendant William Pope of Topeka, Kansas, also show MPD bicycle officers stopped four armed men in plain clothes on J6. The men turned out to be federal agents. Video included with Pope's filings also show uniformed MPD officers saying, We were set up. To fail on J6. This is what I was saying with the doors on the building, which I have um, 
I would say intimate knowledge of, considering I worked in a facility that had the same locks available to it. Yeah. Information in the court papers will rekindle the debate about the role that undercover, undercover officers and agents played in the riots of J6, while the U.S. Department of Justice and federal judges have kept the evidence under seal and away from public view. Does this sound like a, a fair trial to anybody here? No. Uh, this video clearly evidence... Uh, clearly... Um, Evidence is undercover law enforcement officers urging the crowds to advance up the stairs and scaffolding towards the Capitol. Pope wrote in one motion, the government may claim that incidents like this did not happen, but the facts show they did. Since the government cannot be trusted to disclose these facts, Pope wrote, it becomes even more important that defense teams, including pro se defendants, be able to directly examine the evidence. If they can't get access to the evidence, there shouldn't be a trial. Uh, the three undercover MPD officers approached the northwest corner of the Capitol grounds at about 1.40 p.m. Uh, one of the motion states, Officer 1, who was filming their journey, joined the crowd chanting, Drain the Swamp. When a group of men ran past them towards the Capitol, Officer 2, wearing a Trump beanie, remarked, Those guys are getting shot. At the base of the scaffold, at, uh, at the base of the scaffold stairs, Officer 1 joined the crowd in the chant, Whose house? Our house. Or Run's house, depending on the song. Officer 1 began yelling at people in front of him, Go, go, go. Hmm. Let's see here. As they climbed the bicycle racks, Officer 1 yelled for the crowd to help him up, help him up, followed by push him up, push him up. The motion reads as Pope describing how Officer 1 climbed over the barricade. Needing help to get up, Officer 1 asked a nearby man to give him a boost. The man gives Officer 1 a lift up and Officer 1 says, thanks, bro. Officer 1 pushed protesters in front of him to advance on the Capitol, shouting, Come on, come on, come on, let's go! The motion said, People around him climbed over the bike rack-style barricades and scaffolding that had been set up for the presidential inauguration. Right behind Ashley Babbitt. At one point, officers 2 and 3 were almost directly behind Trump supporter Ashley Babbitt, on the exterior stairs about an hour before Babbitt was gunned down at the entrance to the Speaker's lobby. Why hasn't the government informed the public that undercover MPD officers were chanting our house and repeatedly urging protesters to advance up the northwest steps of the Capitol? Pope wrote on a Twitter under his handle, Free State Will. Uh... Officers t Officer 2 said someone would get shot and went up right behind Ashley Babbitt. Video shot by undercover officers is under court seal. Why? This is evidence. This is evidence that could lead to either a mistrial or these people being, being acquitted. Of course it's under court seal. Pope argued in his motions that the DOJ is trying to prevent him from accessing the full J6 evidence database. Mistrial, anyone? Hello, you, you cannot keep evidence 
away from the defense. Because that could lead to an acquittal or being found innocent. This dude just needs to be let go. They're not even abiding by our legal system. <sighs> he is defending himself against seven criminal counts brought by federal prosecutors in February of 2021. He asked U.S. District Judge Rudolph Contrast to comply with the DOJ to give him full access to discovery materials. And then there is a link to read more. Yeah, this stuff pisses me off. And this is stuff that Radix Verum covers a lot on her channel when it comes to the Whitmore trial. She's making a documentary on that. I can't wait to see that thing. But uh, why is it the Epoch Times is the only one covering details like this when it comes to these trials? Um, quite frankly, and there's still people who are in jail that have not gone to trial yet. They've been in solitary confinement for over a year. Um, this is sick. This is not the U.S. that I know. Um, this needs to stop. And uh, there's several, several other people that should be in jail and or prison right now that are not. Ray Epps. Uh, who, who's Ray Epps? Oh, are we not allowed to ask that? Sorry. So, yeah. Um, there are some serious issues here. Congress has also been prevented from inspecting the living conditions of those in solitary confinement. Yeah, I heard all about that one. There's also this very infamous jail guard. Um, <clears throat> I'd hate to give a physical description because it totally counterplays like all the things that the, the woke agenda uh, say are, are amazing things about people. But um, anyways, this black female security guard, uh, jail guard in D.C. is notorious for, I don't know, uh, torturing inmates, uh, using pepper spray when not needed, leaving the inmates in their cells for extended periods of time after being pepper sprayed, not taking them to the medical ward, uh, giving them the same clothes that have the pepper spray on it after allowed, they're allowed to take a shower, which means that the water interacts with the pepper spray and then they end up with a full body rash. Uh, this is all documented stuff. You can find the articles at theclapsexperiment.com. Uh, she also stole... Uh, USB uh, flash drives that the inmates have for their court proceedings with documents and evidence that they need for trial. And uh, she's been stealing those from their cells. So, yeah, why this woman is still employed, I have no idea. It's just more of that uh, fail-up mentality that the, uh, the left loves to push. Because if you're not qualified for a job, well... We'll, we'll make sure your skin color does. Yeah. Um, that is that is all stuff that is happening. And um, the living conditions are absolutely horrible. Why are they in solitary confinement? I, I don't understand that one either. Maybe, perhaps, it's safer for them. Um, but, I don't know. Bad things seem to happen to people who are in solitary. Uh yeah, uh, nobody's ever going to remember that Epstein dude. <laughs> so, yeah, um, they are in solitary confinement to uh, to send a message. Yes, that is 100% fact. Um, it's not about the crime that they committed. It's the fact that uh, it's, it's a form of torture. 
It is. Um, there's not too many people that will come out from a situation like that in the same way again. Uh, there's also a really good episode of um, Timcast IRL uh, where he had, I'm trying to, Avon Bundy had him on the show. And Bundy himself was in solitary confinement for a period of time. Um, stated that for the most part, if he wasn't uh, in his hour outside the cell, which is all that you're allowed, uh, he spent a lot of time reading books. Um, literally, like the only thing you're allowed to do there. Um, on the upside, uh, due to lawyers um, needing access to these people, they are given things like iPads, um, electronic notebooks where they can have uh, communication with their lawyers during this whole process because a lot of these people haven't even been charged. They're just being detained. Uh, and this is all in correlation with um, uh, stipulations to the NDAA that Obama signed in, I believe, back in either 2013 or 2014 where they can indefinitely uh, detain somebody who is deemed to be a domestic terrorist. Um, without being charged, without going to court, uh, and there's a lot of things that they can be denied, but fortunately, a lot of these people have family on the outside who are able to get a lawyer, that lawyer's representing said person, and that lawyer has to have access to their client. So, thank God that their families were on top of this stuff. Uh, yeah, still waiting on court dates, um... They keep this shit up. They're going to have a storming of the Bastille. I'm just going to call it. Um, this is insane. Uh, there's nobody that should be stuck in solitary confinement. And <clears throat> even if they're found guilty, it's like, how about time served? Because y'all are being a bunch of assholes. And I'm sorry, I don't want my country run by a bunch of assholes. Um I'd like somebody to be an asshole to another country that's being bad to us. But when it comes to their own citizens, um, I'm sorry, but you receive your power from us, right? You tax us. Uh, we agree to do what you say sometimes, unless it's illegal, <clears throat> COVID. Um, but yeah, it's it's just completely insane the amount of shit that these people think that they can do when they are... A constitutional republic, right? They like to say that they're a democracy, but keep in mind, a democracy also means that the majority, uh, a good portion of the group, you have your voters, you have your non-voters. Then you have the people who voted these people in, right? That's a small fraction. So you have the people who didn't vote for them and the people who didn't vote at all, who now have to do what these people say, that's kind of messed up. I don't know of a better way of doing things, but um, yeah. And when they act like they have this level of authority over uh, the majority of a population who didn't have anything to do with them being elected, um, I've got issues with that. So uh, <clears throat> the power of government needs to be limited. I need a drink. And it's not going to limit itself. There's definitely some serious issues when it comes to J6. Um, quite frankly, I, I heard jokes about 
I don't know if this is true or not, but some of the inmates were demanding to be uh, transferred to Gitmo because they know that they'd be treated better. If that is true, um, yeah, there's some serious issues going on. If it's just a joke, I, I think they should seriously do it. I mean, <laughs> come on now. Um, it, yeah, uh, it, it's amazing. Uh, the same people who are screaming about the poor quality of treatment for uh, the 9-11 and Taliban people who are uh, the terrorists, the international terrorists that are being held in Gitmo, and they're complaining about how they're being treated are the same people who are treating U.S. citizens like garbage right now in Washington, D.C. jails. It's insane. Uh, this is why I don't trust these people. They're nice to your face. They won't be nice to you. Um, yeah. Uh, anyways, that's about it for me today. Thank you for watching. This is The Collapse Experiment. Check me out at thecollapseexperiment.com. There's also this uh, format is available uh, on Spotify. Check out the podcast there. If you can't watch it on YouTube, like and subscribe. Uh, I am trying to build up this channel. I'd like to do a heck of a lot more stuff like this in the future. And um, I couldn't do it without your support. God, I want to vomit. <laughs> I sound like every other asshole on YouTube. Uh, keep on typing. <laughs>